Beneath the flimsy veil of our own reality lay countless others. Worlds of wondrous splendor and unimaginable horror. Worlds that sometimes bleed into our own. We call these occurrences tales and myths and legend. But I am here to tell you good people that these stories and the persons and creatures and events contained within, both good and evil, sublime and terrific, are every bit as real as the signal broadcasting to your radio antenna. Welcome to Thrillergram. Welcome to Thrillergram. I am your host, Floyd Ferguson, and I would personally like to thank you for tuning in. In tonight's episode, things aren't always what they seem. Light is our world's greatest magician. In this evening's broadcast, our cast of players are... Valerie, played by Jenna Marie Miles. Allison, played by Zylena Davison, and The Man, played by Nick Bemrose. The year is 1964. Our story begins at a phone booth just outside of Gaviota, California. Valerie Foster is on her way home to San Diego for spring break. Due to unexpected weather conditions, Valerie was making a call to her parents. Yes, I know. The numbers are all by the fridge. You're only going to be gone for a few days. Well, if I was completely honest, I think it sucks that you and Dad are taking a vacation when I'm coming home. Don't be worried about me. I'll be fine. I'm just a little peeved, that's all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Allison only lives around the corner. If I need anything, she's just a call away. You act as if she isn't going to be over at the house anyway. Okay, Mom. Yeah, I love you too. Bye. Just a few hours later, Valerie arrived home. Home sweet home. Valerie made her way upstairs to her old bedroom. She began to unpack her bags. Suddenly. I'm coming, I'm coming! Valerie quickly makes her way down the stairs towards the phone. Hello? Hi, Dad. Actually, just got in. I was unpacking upstairs. Yeah, I was thinking about giving her a ring. So you'll be back Sunday? Yes, of course. Okay. Good night. Never getting unpacked at this rate. I don't know why Dad... Hello? Hey, I was just thinking about calling you. Yeah, I'm here now. I just arrived. No way. Yeah, I was... Valerie becomes quiet. Allison, there's a man by the back door. Valerie is frozen in terror. A man in a hooded winter coat stands outside of the back door, 
looking in at her. He's just standing there. The man looms menacingly. The hood keeps most of his face in shadow, though his crooked smile is illuminated by the porch light. I'm gonna hang up and call the police. Hello? Valerie is panicked. After dialing the police, she looks at the back door window. The man is gone. Valerie backs away from the phone, keeping her eyes on the back door. She reaches behind her for the knife block. Valerie pulls the butcher's knife from the block, then turns her attention to the back door. Knowing if she kept the house lights on, the killer would be able to see her. Valerie began to move throughout the house, turning the lights off. She arrived at the front door. As she reached for the switch to the foyer lights, she heard the front door being unlocked. Valerie froze in terror. It's Allison. Oh, I'm glad you're here. I think I'm losing Calm it. yourself. Jeez. It's so dark in here. Allison reached for the light switch. Don't. If the lights are on inside, he'll be able to see us and we won't see him. Calm down. You're blowing this up. It's probably just some neighborhood creep trying to scare you. Get a good laugh. I don't know. He really scared me. He didn't even move and then he was gone. Well, just take it easy. What do you want to do then? If you're really scared, we can go upstairs. Or we can wait in the front room for the police. I couldn't call the police. I think the storm took out the phone lines. Okay, then let's go upstairs. That way we have more distance between us and him. Valerie and Allison began to walk upstairs. Thank you for being here. I'm really scared. I'm telling you, it's just some neighborhood pervert. A moment later, Valerie and Allison entered into Valerie's bedroom. Valerie uses a chair to wedge the door shut. I think that's a bit much. It's just in case. Valerie and Allison take a seat on the bed. They sit in silence for a few moments. So... How are you? A little better now that you're here. No, I mean in life. I know. I just... You don't come home anymore. I know. The school is so busy, and now I have a place out there. Northern California is really nice. You should come out and stay a few days. It would be nice to escape from the sun for a few days. Which is ironic, because it's raining right now. Maybe you brought the rain with you. Valerie looks around her old room. Remember this? Valerie picks up a framed photo from her nightstand. Only the best cheerleading pyramid anyone has ever seen. Why do we have to grow up? I'm glad to have you home. Even if it's just for a bit. Some time passed. Allison becomes antsy. Do you think it's safe to go get something to drink? What about the creep outside? He probably saw you calling the police and ran off. Okay. But just in case he comes back, can we keep the lights No on? lights. Allison and Valerie cautiously make their way through the house towards the kitchen. Just as Allison reached the refrigerator... Gross, I stepped in something. Allison opens the refrigerator as a light source. Mud. Mud? You must have tracked it in when you got here. Let me get some paper towels. This should be plenty. Can you help me? Of course. Allison and Valerie began to clean up the mud from the floor. After a moment, Allison began to look at the mud a little closer. 
Valerie? Oh my god, is he back? No, but these are shoe prints. Neither of us are wearing shoes. My dad must have accidentally tracked it in. I don't think so. Look. Allison looks over at the back door window. She sees herself and Valerie in the reflection of the glass. Allison points towards the door. I didn't see him through the window. I saw his reflection. He's in the house. We've got to get out of here now. Valerie and Allison try to make an escape. But as they reach the front door, they were stopped. Ah! Upstairs! Allison and Valerie were trapped. What do you want from us? Huh? I'm talking to you, Valerie. Well, she's done talking to you, so go away! Fortunately, I have all the time in the world. I'm a patient man. Well, you're gonna be a dead man when my parents get home! There's no need to threaten me, Valerie. Besides, your parents won't be back for, what, a week? I'm going to call the cops! Get back with that, girls. I've disabled your phone. A moment passes. Valerie becomes anxious. We have to get out of here. Valerie opens her bedroom window. The pouring rain and thunder muffles her scream. Valerie, no one is going to hear you in all this rain and thunder. Then climb out. Help me get the blankets and sheets off the bed. Valerie! Valerie, stop! This is what he wants us to do. We can seriously hurt ourselves. So, what do you think we should do? We'll wait till morning. What if he comes through that door? Allison looks around the room. She sees a golf bag full of clubs. We'll arm ourselves. If he comes through that door, we'll beat the shit out of him. I have always been the one to take care of things, okay? I will take care of us. I'm scared. I'm scared too. But we're going to get through this because we're smarter than him. This is our house, and he's outnumbered. Several hours passed, and the rain had stopped. Valerie and Allison had fallen asleep. The room was silent. Light began to peek through the blinds, waking up Allison. Valerie, it's morning. Uh, what time is it? I don't know. Do you think he's gone? I don't know. But it's morning. He can't hide anywhere. But what if he's- We can't stay in this room for a week. Allison and Valerie remove the barricade from the door. Remember, if we see him, we take him out. Valerie nodded her head in agreement. One, two, three! Allison peeked out of the doorway, making sure the hall was clear. Come on. The girls came out from the bedroom and cautiously made their way downstairs. They arrived at the front door. I think he's gone. Well... Come on, then. Allison begins to walk towards the kitchen. 
Valerie stays at the door. I want to check the rest of the house first. But we can run to your house and call the police just as fast. I'm telling you, he's gone. Valerie reluctantly follows Allison into the kitchen area. Allison takes a look around. Valerie becomes uneasy. She turns around to walk back toward the front door. Unfortunately, as she turned, she became nose to nose with the man she had seen in the reflection. Valerie became frozen. The man's cold eyes studied her. He then gave her that same twisted smile she had seen the night before. This ends our tale of the face in the window. As always, thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Floyd Ferguson, and I will see you next time here on Thrillergram. Thrillergram.